It's a new year. Good time for a fresh start. <clears throat> a lot of places we could go. I want to go to the book of Proverbs, and I'm going to take this morning and just for a few minutes have you walk with me through Proverbs, sort of like you take a, a stone. Do kids do that anymore? Levi, do you go to a pond uh, or a lake someplace and when it's nice and calm, find yourself a flat stone and then maybe have a contest with your dad or your sisters and see if you could throw that stone and see how many times it skips across um, the water? You ever done that? I bet you have. You didn't throw a stone. He fished. Teach him strengths. You never know when throwing stones can come in handy. Ask David. <laughs> so we're going to be like a stone just for this morning going across Proverbs. And I want you to see what bubbles up because it's just uh, really something that I think will help us as we get into the new year. And so starting in Proverbs 1. Look at verse 5. A wise man will hear an increase in learning. You want to be wise this year? Then there needs to be an increase in learning. We need to learn. We need to hear wisdom and grow. A wise man will increase in learning. A man of understanding will acquire wise counsel to understand a proverb and a figure, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Turn, if you would, to chapter 9. Proverbs chapter 9. Verse 9, reading. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will still be wiser. Teach a righteous man, and he will increase his learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Skip across the pond of the all-sufficient and inerrant Word of God to Proverbs chapter 15, if you would please. And verse 32, starting a new year. I would assume that as you have started that new year, we'll talk about that just in a few minutes, there's some reset buttons that perhaps you pushed. If not, maybe you'll hear from the writer of Proverbs. He who neglects discipline despises himself. But he who listens to reproof acquires understanding. The fear of the Lord is instruction for wisdom. And before honor comes humility. All right, let's go to our last reading this morning to Proverbs chapter 22. Proverbs chapter 22, and we're going to begin right at the head of this chapter. A good name is to be more desired than great wealth, 
favor is better than silver and gold. The rich and the poor have a common bond. The Lord is the maker of them all. The prudent sees the evil and hides himself. But the naive go on and are punished for it. The reward of humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. As I've read those passages, at least three things should have popped up to you. One, wisdom. A wise man, over again, a discerning man, someone who has knowledge, continues to grow in that and seeks and pursues that. Every single place that you look here with wisdom, it's always attached to where it begins, what its source is, and that is the fear of the Lord. And then out of that we see that only the humble, only those that humble themselves uh, are the ones that grant and get the blessing of the fear of the Lord and then the wisdom that comes by it. And so these three words at a minimum the Proverbs are rich and full of the fear of the Lord, wisdom, and humility. And as we look at the new year, we're going to set Proverbs aside just for a bit. This is um, very complimentary, as all the Word of God is. I'm going to return to summer in the Psalms, and we're going to begin looking at, um, at the book of Proverbs. And in particular, initially, wisdom the fear of the Lord and humility and how they're hooked together so that we can grow um, in that grace. So we'll be looking forward to that as we uh, begin to unfold that in the new year. Um, Just as we get started, this wouldn't be new. I probably have done this for 35 years or more, the first Sunday in the new year or thereabouts. Um, I I just want to press you ask you, uh, you know, a little bit, have you reflected on the past year, sort of like what Joyce um, talked about or Lisa talked about? Have you, have you taken some time in the last two weeks and thought about the fact the Lord gave you another year of life? And, and in that reflection, surely those great blessings and just the awe that um, God is so good, He's so merciful, and yet if we're honest, in those reflections, if we'll reflect ourselves and use the, the, the plumb, the plumb line of, of this book, surely there's some places and some areas that need to be tuned up uh, a little bit, and uh, maybe a lot. And so just a, you know, an opportunity for us, one for another, for the sake of encouragement, for the sake of accountability, perhaps even for the, the sake of growth and help. Do you have a testimony beyond what's already been shared about the reflections of last year? And then would, would you be willing perhaps to um, share something that the Lord's encouraged you in and that, that by his grace, of course, um, you hope to pursue this year um, under godliness for the glory of, 
of Christ. Um, so it's a great time to share those things one, one with another. So Russ wants to go first. So since I retired in September, I've been diligent about getting more into a daily routine of studying God's word and devotion and things like that. And what I like about it is I can get up, don't have to worry about going to work. I can do my Bible study and then go about my daily life. The beauty in it is when God shows me, shows me truth and wisdom about things that I've done wrong, things that I need to work on, and areas of my life that are displeasing to him. And um, this last year was, this last four months, have been a very, it's like turning the pages very quickly. Mm -hmm. And my goal for this year is to grow further in his wisdom and truth. Amen. Okay, great. Vicki? Some years ago, I started um, choosing a word to concentrate on, just, just, just a word, and it's a lot of them's from the fruit of the spirit uh, words. Last year, it was kindness, but it's something I pray about that I can show ever what this word is and, and, and become stronger in it. But with kindness this year, I've been noticing kindness all around me, not just what touches me. And we live in such a unhappy, unkind world. And yet, again and again, I have just seen strangers helping someone or just uh, saying something or doing something and it's, it's just been a real blessing for me and a, a lot of kindness that was shown to me that maybe I would have overlooked if it hadn't have been my word for uh, last year and um, it's, it's just a real blessing since I started doing this and I couldn't decide where to go and I'd been praying about it for this year but um God gave me joy this year. So this joy. year, it's, it's not happiness, but, but joy. joy. And uh, I really would like to have that reflect to, to my neighbors, um, just, just the joy of the, of the Lord um, for this next year. But I've got a whole list now where God has just used Amen. one word for that year. Great, great. That's a, that's a sweet practice. I know a lot of people that have done that in the past. Anyone else? I, uh, to be transparent with you, when I look um, at my life and I evaluated it over the last um, two or three months, weeks, I should say, not months, um, one of the areas that I didn't like was how much time that, I, it's hard to say this, but if I'm just totally honest before the Lord, if I use this as the standard, um, it would have to fall into the area of vanity. And it would have to fall into the area of the Internet. Not sin. 
per se. I'm not talking about pornography or anything um, like that, just so that nobody misunderstands my statements here. But uh, I can look at Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and um, LinkedIn, and the list goes on and on. And uh, I can come home, and I can just I can just go on and on and on and on. And you know, within that, there's some good things. Um, I do use it honestly for um, prayer. But as I examined that, I thought there's a lot of other ways you can make sure you pray for people, like your prayer list. You don't have to be spending all that time. And the Lord just convicted me that I needed to lessen that time, and that in doing that my appetite for reading had decreased. I'm talking about old-fashioned reading, real, real reading. Um, and so I determined this year to read, beyond my regular devotion times and all that, a book a month, uh, just to force myself to get back in to choose a book. And that means that every night or several nights a week, I'm going to have to dive into a book and spend 20 minutes or half an hour or an hour and I'm going to have to literally read a book and you know it would be no sacrifice whatsoever I would just be putting down the mindless vanity that's so easy to get into you know it's easier at least for me it's easier to be on social media than it is to pick up a book and read it and I don't like that that's, there's laziness in here. There's, there is slothfulness in here that, that breeds for me. I'm not saying it breeds it for you. I'm talking about for me. I, I, God showed me that, and so I said, I want, I'll, I want to turn that around because I want to grow until my last dying breath. That's the new person in me. But my flesh wants to do nothing except satisfy itself. And I have to battle that, just like you do. And so that's one of the ways that I'm going to battle it. So you can ask me. I'm doing really good. It's only January. So, you know, maybe like wait until about March and then sneak up on me and say, what book are you reading? <laughs> or what book did you read last month? And uh, it'll be good for me. That accountability will be good for me. And... Uh, that's not a big task, you know. It doesn't mean I can't read five books in a month, but I, I chose something, and, I, and I'm sharing this with you so that it's, I hope, a teachable note. You, you, you don't, if you were going to start jogging, you don't sit there and say, you know, I need to jog more. I think I'll start running a marathon. You, you don't start like that. You take something that you know you can do and you can be successful at it, but you're just going to have to be consistent and, and you're going to have to discipline yourself. A man without discipline is like a, a, like a city without protective walls. And we have to continually build that discipline into ourselves because everything about our flesh wants no restraints, wants no discipline. So that's one of several things that I'm, I'm doing. So I'll share that to you uh, for accountability. we got like one minute. Anything you would like to share that maybe you're going to do this new year? Yes, Joseph. Can you stand up and then he'll, he'll be fine. Oh, all right, great. Uh, I just wanted to say, we've got one minute, so I think that in one minute's time I can say that uh, one thing that I think the Lord is showing me is, uh, you know, between the world and the flesh and the devil, 
especially the devil uh, or the powers of darkness. They want to do every, anything they can to, to get us away from Christ, to get our eyes off of Jesus, like the person of Jesus. And uh, because that's what Christianity is. If everything hinges on Jesus. Um, politics isn't the answer. Uh, not even there's so many other things that, there's, there, that we want to substitute for Christ. And if if we could just get our eyes off of Jesus and get on those things, then then darkness has won, and the, and the devil has won. So uh, one of the things that I really want to do in my own personal life is just I want to know Jesus, especially in the Gospels. Um, uh, I like the red letter Bible. <laughs> I mean, there's something special about those letters in red. That's just I'm just going to say it. Uh, I want to know Him, and I want to I want the Lord to use me to um, to point others to Him. Like you know, people are th- they're hungry and thirsty, and we can talk about issues, we can talk about topics and all these things, but let's get to Jesus as quickly as, as quickly as we possibly can. I want to be like that woman with the issue of blood. She spent all her money on all the doctors and did everything that she could to remedy her to her, her malady, but she said, "If I could just get to Him." And that's, that's, that is the true statement for each one of us. If we can just get to Christ and touch the hem of his garment, so to speak, and other figures of speech, as my 11-year-old would say, um, we'll be healed. And that's what we need more than anything. So Amen. that's... that's yeah. Praise the Lord. So I have here for you that you can look at. If you've been with me a long time, you've probably seen these just about every year. But just some worthy considerations... Uh, if you think about spiritual disciplines to the new year, sit down this afternoon. It's only just a few of them. Never look through them. Probably most of these things you've already committed to and you do year after year. And praise the Lord for that. I put part of the list that Piper put out years ago that I thought was very good that are Christ-centered questions that you can ask as you look towards a new year. So those are just some helps as you prepare and you think about what you're going to do for the new year. And uh, next week we'll begin um, looking at Proverbs uh, chapter 1 in particular, wisdom and the fear of the Lord. Father, thank you for um, what has been shared today, the transparency, the openness, um, your grace. Lord, we want to grow in knowing Jesus like Joseph just encouraged us. We want to grow in the the fear of the Lord, understanding biblically what that means. We want to grow in biblical wisdom so that we'll have discernment. Lord, you said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We want to be people that bow low to our mighty, awesome, wonderful, and coming king. And so, even as we embark upon that study, we pray for your great work in our hearts and lives, that we might be the people, and that your grace might be appropriated, that we would be faithful for the glory of God. And um, a great new year until you come. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You are dismissed.